I'm depressed, I'm a fool, I'm a mess But my first priority is never second best Driving down Welcome back to Freak in the Mom Jeans We have made it to episode 7 um, And surprisingly enough, I thought I would be running out of stories at this point But, you know, um, being single again has made that uh, not so much an issue So last episode, I kind of had an emotional breakdown, but I think it was really helpful and beneficial, and um, it kind of allowed me to move past something that typically would have taken me a lot longer to get through, just because I would have been working through it all on my own and in my head, and instead, I spoke it out loud and actually got a lot of, like, really great um, advice from people, and literally just getting to talk it out helped me so much and so I was able to move past and honestly me and um (laughs) antichrist uh which I realize now is such a dramatic thing to say but you have to realize I was just so emotional at that point um but I I definitely take that back he's he wasn't my antichrist I hope I never have an antichrist I hope it's never that bad um he's actually a decent human being and we've hung out since and we're friends, everything's fine, people learn, people grow, um, or at least we hope they do. And so I am back this week with a story that actually involves, um, we'll call him, I've been calling him friend boy because now we're just friends, uh, but it actually involves him. It was at the start of our, um, our hanging out and involves another character, which I haven't introduced yet. But he was actually very pivotal in my high school years and um, kind of was like, I don't know, I really honestly like thought he was it. Uh, we Our personalities were so similar. Uh, he's beautiful. He's still beautiful. Um, not at all my type now, but in high school he was just, he was sarcastic. He was uh, so confident probably too confident, but you know, that's, that's fine. (laughs) Um, but no, and, uh, yeah, I was just like in love with him in high school, but okay. So I got a little like ahead of myself. So let's just hone in on the boy from high school and I will call him Joshua. Oh my god, I'm not going to remember that, so whatever name comes out, just, like, go with it. Okay, so Joshua was, like I said, just this beautiful, beautiful, I can't say that enough, he's beautiful, um, and he was really kind to me, uh, and very just, like, confident, and we worked at, uh, the place that I worked at in high school together, um, believe it or not, I worked at a Chick-fil-A, um, so, you know, lots of my pleasures that weren't actually my pleasure, you know, um, and so we worked together, and we just got along so well, and in my mind, like I've always said, I just, like, make things so much bigger than they are, so in my head, you know, we, when we got older, we were just, we were soulmates, it was gonna be perfect, we both wanted to go to California, everything would be perfect, and so when I went to but also, like, we had never hung out outside of work. So I don't know where I was getting this um, this fantasy from. Um, but I'm a very imaginative, pers- imaginative person. So I guess I was just, like, using those skills at that time. Um, and so 
yeah, but as I was about to go to college, um, this, this dude all of a sudden was like, hey, let's hang out. And me in my head was like, oh, this is the um, realization of this dream. It's all coming true. I was, I manifested this, you know. And so we went downtown. We had a great day. We kind of did that a few times. And it was never romantic. Although he did pay for like a lot of my meals. But I think that's just because like his family was wealthy. I don't think that really had anything to do with like him trying to make it a date. Which me at the time did not understand. I just really was like, oh my god, this boy likes me so much, obviously. And yeah, so we hung out a bunch, and then when I went to school, we would Snapchat all the time and text, and he would send me songs, which was something that I don't do with a whole lot of people. And if that's something that's important to you, then you understand that's like a big deal, because you're basically telling someone I care enough about you to share my soul. Wow. Can you tell I go to a music school? Um, Yeah, so we were doing that, and I just thought things were progressing, and he kept telling me he was going to come to Nashville, which was another huge thing. I was like, this boy's going to come to Nashville for me. He must really like me. Um, And so, but I started to get frustrated because I was also trying to get experience, so I was like, well, I don't want to, like, you know... I don't want to see other people if I think this is going somewhere, but also, like, I'm not sure that this is going anywhere. So, me at the time somehow found the confidence to send him a text. Mind you, it wasn't a phone call, it was a text, but, you know, we live and we grow. And I sent him a text and I was like, hey, I really have enjoyed getting to know you and hanging out with you, and I'm just, like, wondering how you're seeing this. Like, is this friends more than friends? To which he responds, uh to me saying, hey, I love being your friend. I've loved getting to hang out with you, Um, but I'm actually talking to someone else right now, which (laughs) blew my mind. I was like, wait, talking to someone else? I was like, were we not talking? I just don't know. I was very confused because I was like, me sending you songs is a big deal. Me like talking about you coming to Nashville is a big deal. And so I just felt very hurt after that. I felt so like I've been wasting time or which I hadn't actually, like, I love being his friend, and, like, I, I don't know, I, I just felt so confused, and I think, <laughs> I think that's where most of these stories come from, is just, like, confusion, and maybe people not, like, just having the best communication skills. Anyway, and so I kind of moved on from that, and that's when I jumped into another, into my first relationship really quickly, and, like, everything was, you know, I just kind of forgot about it, honestly, like, but it always kind of stuck with me that this dude from high school, he was perfect for me, and I thought I was going somewhere, and it just came to a halt, but then when I would come home for breaks, like, we would still hang out as friends, and nothing romantic ever, um, yeah, but I guess every time I wasn't with someone, I kind of thought in the back of my mind, I was like, well, if I go home, maybe there's a chance, um, And it got more or less and less so that as I got older and, like, would go back, I'd just be like, whatever. You know, we're just friends at this point. Like, I've just accepted it. And so that's where I was entering in. uh, You know, I I went back home for Christmas break this past Christmas. And then I was coming back to Nashville for New Year's Eve. And that's the mindset I was in. I saw him. Actually, no, I didn't end up seeing him over that break. And I was kind of upset about it because I was like, we're just really good friends. And he was the only person I really cared about connecting with back home other than a few really close friends and so I ended up 
calling him on the way back to Nashville and saying, you know, hey, I was like kind of mad I didn't see you. Um, you know, I missed, I missed hanging out with my friend. And, and that is when he said, well, what are you doing for New Year's? And I just, at that point, you know, I'd been hanging out with friend boy and I didn't, but I didn't have any set plans because me and friend boy were very new. So we weren't like trying to make New Year's plans together. You know, it's kind of like, if we're both free, then we'll hang out, but we're not making plans, that kind of sitch. So in my head, I'm like, well, there's not really anything going on. So I told him nothing, you know, I don't have any like plans. I was definitely wanted to do something, but I don't have anything set in stone. And so I, uh, he said, well, you know, maybe I can come to Nashville. And in my head, that was like, to me, that didn't even take that seriously because he just said it so many times. That I was like, whatever, like, yeah, sure, sure, you'll come. Like, yeah, that'll be fun, whatever. Uh, and then we hang up and then probably like five minutes later, I get a call from him and he's like, okay, I have plane tickets or I have a ticket. Uh, should I go ahead and buy it? Like, am I able to stay at your place? And I was like, what? Um yeah, sure, yeah, of course you can stay at my place, like, do it, like, whatever, and, like, as we got off the phone, I was just, like, in shock, I was, like, oh my god, is this dude really coming, and then started the questioning of, is he coming as a friend, like, to see Nashville, like, he just wants to hang out in Nashville, or, like, is he hoping, like, we're gonna hook up, like, am I his New Year's hookup, like, I don't, I was just so confused, and literally, probably within the next five minutes, I then got on text or call from friend boy and he was like hey want to hang out as soon as you get back and of course I said yes so then as soon as I got back to Nashville I hung out with friend boy everything was going great and then it was all of a sudden it was New Year's Eve and or the day of New Year's Eve and I picked up Joshua from the airport and mind you right before this I was like I, like, left friend boy's house, and he's like, yeah, so, like, New Year's plans, like, keep me updated, like, on what you're doing, and so I told him that my friend Joshua was coming into town, and so I wasn't quite sure what we were doing, but I'd let him know, so pick up Joshua, we just go around town, like, going down all the cute streets, and, like, just having a great time shopping, eating, all the fun stuff, and then it's, then we're, like, both it's getting a little bit later. I'm like, okay, like, what are we doing for this New Year's Eve? And (laughs) so what do we do? Um, we pick up a whole bunch of alcohol. Um, and we get, we're kind of like, well, we'll just, and at this point I wasn't 21. So we were like, there were only a few things that we could do. And one of those being the big downtown, like, music city note drop, you know, something super cute like that and filled with, like, thousands upon thousands of people but we're like you know I said I never go downtown let's just do it it'll be excuse to get out and do something I don't typically want slash yeah just not something I'm not really interested in but sure and so I'm talking to him and once again I'm still trying to like suss out if this is like a hookup vibe or if this is a friend vibe and I'm telling you now I definitely got friend vibes because he also was telling me the whole time how he really wanted to hook up with my best friend from home and like if I could help him make that happen so in my mind I was just like okay friend vibes like for sure so I was like okay well let's just invite a bunch of people 
whoever's here and we'll pregame and then we'll go downtown and it'll be so much fun and this is the New Year's I've always dreamed of. <laughs> I was very optimistic. And so I invited everyone I knew, which you know is not that many people, but it was a, it was a decent amount. Um, posted it to the Instagram story so you know I kind of put it out there for anyone who wanted to come. Um, and but also everyone was out of town because it was still over break. So the only person that ended up responding and saying they would 100% come was friend boy. <laughs> so at this point in my mind, I'm like, shit, I've got me, Joshua and friend boy. And that's it. And friend boy was telling me he was going to try to bring some other people, including a couple of girls. And I was like, okay, dope. Like that would be good. You know, we even it out, even the scales, give him some options, you know, things like that. And, um, but <laughs> you know, eight thirty rolls around and I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty gone at this point. I've had a lot to drink and so has Joshua. Friend boy hasn't had anything to drink that I know of. So at this point, it's just me and Joshua drunk and then a boy who's going to be coming over. And he tells me that none of his other friends are going to make it. So we're all just like in my apartment. And by all, I mean the three of us in my apartment. And, you know, we're having a good time. We're just like hanging out, talking about music. And then we're like, okay, we should probably go. And so then we just like go downtown. Ends up being the biggest mess because it also rained all day that day. And it was, like, in the middle of a park. So imagine rain plus grass plus thousands of people. Uh, it turned into, like, a mud, just a mud pit, basically. And me and friend boy and Joshua are all just, like, going, like, trying to get to the front of this because we're also intoxicated and thinking, oh, we can make it to the front of this concert, like, da-da-da-da-da. Um, because, you know, Peter Frampton was performing an icon uh so we just had to be at the front for that performance um so but at some point along the way Joshua gets separated from me and friend boy and I'm like trying frantically to find him because I feel bad but also I'm trying to enjoy the concert and I'm kind of drunk so I'm like I don't know like I'm just gonna you know enjoy the time and then but I also was able to like keep texting him and he was like, oh, I actually went to the bathroom. So in my head, I was like, oh, everything's fine. Like he went to the bathroom. We're hanging out, watching the show. Like it's all good. Well, we got there like probably at 830. And then we were like, it probably hit around like 930, 10. And we, me and um, friend boy were still separated from, uh, from Joshua. So we we're like, okay, we, we should probably just go out front and see if we can call him and find him. And so literally as we got to the front, I see Joshua out of the corner of my eye and I'm like, oh my God, we were like literally looking for you. Um, are you ready to go? And he seemed very, um, just like on edge and like, I don't know, like just in a way I've never seen him before. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. And I was like, okay, yeah, let me call an Uber real quick. Like we'll go, we'll go. And around, <laughs> also around this time, uh, friend boy proceeds to tell me that he's lost his wallet. Um, and I'm like, well, there's no saving that right now. Like we got to get out of here. Like it's, we're not going to find it in this mess. And, um, I was just like, oh my God, that's what a mess anyway. And so as we're in the Uber, um, Joshua proceeds to tell me that he's just so anxious and that he's never been this anxious, um, you know, or like he hasn't experienced that in a long time. And so then I start to feel anxious because I'm like, oh my God, like, was it my fault? Did I 
like, is it because we split up and I didn't, like, try hard enough to find him? I just, like, got in my head and was so worried and also was so confused because we were all going back to my apartment and I was like, uh, I only have one bed and I have one couch and I don't know where I'm going to sleep. That's, that's the tea right there. Um, still, like, didn't even know what Joshua's intentions were leading up to this trip. I was just so confused. So we get back to my place. I'm, like, telling Joshua it's all gonna be good. Like, we're fine. Like, we're here. Like, we got away from the crowd, you know. So we go into my place and basically Joshua just goes directly to my room and, like, lays on my bed. And I'm, like, that's totally fine. Like, take your space. Like, do what you need to do. Mind you, it's, like, like 1030. We're not even close to midnight at this point. And uh, me and friend boy are like, alright, and so, <laughs> so we basically just sat on the couch, and sitting turned to laying, and laying turned to, I think you can guess what, and what I didn't realize is that, um, my door to my room was open, I don't think I was that loud, I don't think that we were that loud in general, but, um, yeah, let's just skip a forward, all of that to say, friend boy then goes to the bathroom and sees that my door is open and goes and closes the door and realizes that Joshua has been up this entire time on his phone, like, just hanging out in my room as this was going down in my living room, um, and so, I, but I'm oblivious to all of this, I'm just passed out on a couch, you know, which, mind you, this couch is, like, not even a foot wide like I don't there's no room on this couch but I'm making it work and but eventually I wake up at like I look at my phone it's like 5 30 a.m so missed midnight completely um didn't get my Ryan Seacrest countdown at all and um look at my phone and there's a text from Joshua and he said hey it's nothing that you did but I'm feeling super anxious and so I booked an early flight and I'm leaving And I was like, wait, what? I just was so stunned. Like, I knew he was feeling bad, but he also had a full another day there. He wasn't leaving until the next morning or wasn't supposed to. And I felt so bad. I was like, oh my God, like, what did I do? Or like, I mean, and then I'm like, oh my God, did I do like the wrong thing? Like, I don't know. I I just didn't know what the situation was. Um, And so I like come to my room and I like knock on the door and he's like still up, like packing his stuff. I'm just like, hey, I'm so sorry. He's like, no, I was just feeling so anxious. It's like nothing you did. I just need to leave. And so then I proceed to basically walk him out to go get an Uber so he can go to the airport. And as I'm doing that, I start to literally have a panic attack because I am just so confused about the situation and what I should have done and what if I did was right or wrong or whatever. And so... I take him, and I'm like, okay, have a safe trip, and I come back to my apartment, and then me and friend boy basically spent the rest of the day together, and I, like, I checked in on Joshua, but he said he was fine, and I don't know, it just kind of, like, we didn't talk for a while, and I just remained confused on, like, what exactly the situation was, and I still, like, I think I still don't know what the situation was, uh, and if he was, like, trying, I don't know, I, I, I don't know that I have an answer to the story, I feel like I really am just telling it because it was just such a wild ride, and the fact that I ended up with two men on New Year's Eve, and that I just didn't, I don't know how that happened, I really didn't mean for it to, um, so yeah, 
So I guess I'm still trying to figure out exactly what that situation was, but it was the definitely the most interesting New Year's I've ever had. Um, so yeah, that was my New Year's Eve story. And then I proceeded to post my very first podcast that day on New Year's Day. Um, and that brings us full circle to today. So I'm glad that I'm still here and sharing stories with you. And thank you for listening. And I will talk to you very soon. All right. Talk to you later. And that's all, folks. (laughs) Ta-ta now.